G'day, Sean and Anthony here. Uh, thanks for tuning into the podcast. Tell us what you really think. We're just going to cover off on reviews of different uh, financial services apps, technology, articles, services, and products. We think there's a lot of uh, a lot of bullshit marketing out there at the moment, and the reality is we can see through a lot of it. We deal with these products on a daily basis with our clients, although this is going to be completely unbiased and completely unsponsored. It's just our general opinions based on our financial experience. We think we can add a lot of value and you can do a lot of research through this podcast on different things that you're considering to help you and your financial well-being. We hope you enjoy. Rightio, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Um, today, we've got uh, we have a special guest in, good friend of ours, uh, and a, uh, a bit of a, a business uh, associate as well. We've, uh, we've known each other for a few years now. Uh, Andrew Vanderbeek is the founder and director of Illuminate. Andrew, welcome. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. And you'd, uh, you wouldn't even know that he's not sitting in the same room as us. We've uh, mastered technology today. Right on, hey. This is, uh, it's only taken us a couple of minutes, but we've got there. We are. We are. And uh, Anthony, welcome back again. Thank you. Good to be here. So what are we going to talk about today? I think we spoke about it just before we hit, uh, hit record. We're talking about the coronavirus. Obviously been a massive topic for the last couple of weeks, but we're starting to get a little bit sick of the negativity. Yeah, definitely. Anyone agree? Oh, mate, it's... Um Having it's everything that I do every single day, uh, it definitely wears down on you. Mm. Yeah, good vibes, positive vibes. Yeah, yeah, Correct. and and I reckon there was a massive shift this week with uh, the vibe. A lot of uh, a lot of the people we were speaking to, um, also we were talking about it before that a lot of people are starting to think about their opportunities and what they can do now, as opposed to rather than what's the what's the doom and gloom upon them. They're starting to think yep. about what they can do to, to sort of pivot and, and work with the conditions to make sure that they can give themselves uh, the best sort of chance. But um, we wanted to talk about uh, some of your experiences, Andrew. Yeah, mate. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the last month or so for us has been um, a roller coaster of emotion, absolutely. As we, um, you know, we're, so we're accountants, business advisors. We work predominantly with small businesses, a lot of family owned businesses, a lot of people that have kind of put their everything in into their businesses over the last, you know, five, 10, 20 years. And so um, it's been a really interesting month um, of uncertainty, of highs, of lows, of certainty. It's, it's been crazy. But um, all right, the last I don't know. Like you're talking about the, the the negativity that's coming out. I I feel like I'm starting to see. Um, it's, it's the Australian spirit, right? So the Aussie spirit. There's there's two angles of this, right? There's the she'll be right mate approach, um, which is mm-hmm. really good in the fact that like everyone's just like like a lot of people are like not freaking out too much. They're like you know what, she'll be right at the end of the day. We're all in this. It's going to be okay. Like that, it's fine. Mm. But the other, the bad vibe, this side, this should be right, mate. Is like where no one actually does anything about it. Like we still have to recognise that what we're going through is pretty heavy, mm. pretty crazy. Um, but if we take a few key um, kind of steps forward and we start understanding stuff, I, I don't reckon. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just too like glass half full, um, mm-hmm. and, and I've had too many good conversations the last week. But I'm just seeing businesses figuring their stuff out and doing doing really well in the mm. last little bit. So has that been, Andrew, through them, like Sean mentioned before, pivoting into either different areas of their business or, uh, I guess, evolving their business? What what have been some examples you've seen of that? Um, yeah, great. Firstly, I'll just let you know, I'm going to write down every time we say any coronavirus-specific phrase, such as pivot. That's my favourite one. At the end of our, our chat. That's my um, favourite one right now. 
I reckon yeah, that's I, well, relevance. some people are trying to say it's more of a pirouette, or <laughs> you know, there's a whole bunch of different options that we've got there. More of a cartwheel, a, 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 you know, a topsy turvy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, it's so just has to it, fucking so, roll yeah, down the question, hill and hope been, land on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so has it been because people have changed what they've done? Has it been because they've been more focused on what they do? Like, what is it? And and look, there's a few different things I've seen. Firstly, um, the the good thing that's coming out of this right now is we have so many people who run businesses are actually taking it, not taking it for granted. They're not sitting there and say, oh, yeah, I dig holes. People will pay me to dig holes. Cool. I'll just go dig some holes. Mm-hmm. They're now going, crap, I need to make sure that I'm really damn good at digging holes, that people know that I'm good at digging holes, and that I understand how I go about making money digging holes. Mm. And obviously, we can take the digging holes to, to whatever industry you like. So the first thing I'm seeing is a lot more people taking their business seriously. This isn't a game anymore. This isn't just some like nice thing to do at points like this. This is where you have to pay attention to. And whilst the pendulum might swing a little bit too far in the taking it seriously kind of angle, um, I'm seeing a lot of people doing good quality business habit things that they've never done before, like looking at their profit and loss and building a cash flow <laughs> forecast and understanding what their marketing spend is actually going towards. Things yeah. that they never, never done before. So and that's on one side. Yeah. Yeah. So you got that. Then you've got um, the pivoters, the pirouettes, the people who <laughs> kind of sit here and go, um, all right, sweet. So everything's changed. How do I take a step to the left and a jump to the right? And all of a sudden, I'm in a position where my business is still performing okay. And we've seen a number of people do that where they've identified what people's needs are at this point in time and morally and ethically gone into that. So obviously not trying to take advantage of people in a situation, but they've done things well to pivot. And then the last one I think is people recognizing that they can hit the pause button and it's going to be okay. Like it's the, it's not the stop button. And I think a mm. lot of people feel like they're hitting the stop button, not the pause button. It's like my my kids are watching this a movie that they love and the, and it'll be like, all right, it's bedtime. They're like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go. I'm like, no, it's all right. Well, they're like, can we freeze it? And because for <laughs> them, they want to be able to come back to where they were. They don't want to have to go back to the start. Yeah. They don't want to have to start again. They want to come back to where they were. And I think a lot of people are realizing that this hibernation, this pause that their business might go through isn't a death toll. It's not stopping and restarting. It's actually saying you can still be doing things whilst you're in hibernation to ensure that when we come back out of it, um, you might have a business that you're a lot more happy about. Anyway, those are the, those yeah. are the three things that that I think I've seen in the last, particularly in the last probably week to two weeks, I've seen a lot more of those conversations. Yeah, definitely. That seems to be much more positive light at the end of the tunnel type of stuff. Yeah. Compared to was, mm. and, and people are willing to, I guess, do things Make yeah, I've had a couple of a couple of people um, get some good deals this week, picking up uh, properties that are mm. that have either been advertised for a little while or off market. But um, so that's all well and good. Um, what about your your drinking habit, Andrew? How's that travelling <laughs> throughout the <laughs> last few weeks? So uh, for for those who don't know me, um, I have a bit of a whiskey um, uh, whiskey habit. That's yeah. a problem. Um, I, I probably collect <laughs> more than I more than I consume. But I've got, um, I reckon I'm getting close to 180, 190 bottles at the moment. Um, and then another however many that are, I've completed. But see, my, my preference with whiskey is uh, it's drunk in community, not drunk alone. Um, I'm drinking alone a lot though. I'm drinking alone now that I'm in isolation. So look, I've definitely, uh, as soon as, as, soon as this all went down, I went... <laughs> as soon as it all went down, I, I like got jumped, called my favorite brewery, ordered like six slabs. I'm like, cool, you might be in trouble. I'll just buy six slabs now. Supporting and I realized that I, I went hard. 
way too early. <laughs> yeah, six labs gone. <laughs> oh, mate, it's crazy. So like, and the, and and the beer I like is quite strong. Like I like you know your hazy kind of hazy pales and the, you know eight nine percenters kind of things. And hmm. um, yeah, shout out to Mister Banks Brewery down in Seaford. I was going to um, say where are you getting an amazing job with what they do. Very good, very good. Um, actually, what about you? Are you, are you smashing the wines, or like, what's what's happening at few, your end? Few, uh, few bottles of red are uh, definitely going uh, down. Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. There's uh, no, there's there's been a few visits to Dan's, but obviously, it's finding a place to drink him that's not uh, like you said that doesn't doesn't look like you probably need to check yourself into AA. Um, that's <sighs> that's one of the challenges. You just close the door and no one knows, and that's the thing. About, <laughs> like, like working from home is like. No one really knows what's going on. I could, I could be sitting here with no pants on. I could, uh, I could have. Uh, who knows what could Again. be happening right now? <laughs> um, I probably should be sitting here with no pants on. Actually, it'd be way more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Every Friday afternoon, we jump on a Zoom call, and what did we do yesterday? Played Hangman, Hangman. with the guys that are working from home. Um, and Mark's <laughs> made a habit of he's never got a shirt on, so he sits there playing hangman, drinking beers, and he had a scotch fillet. He had a scotch fillet. He's eating scotch fillet while we're on the was, Zoom call. It was a weird setup. It was very strange. <laughs> we did one um, the other week where we did we did like a well, we've done a whole bunch of stuff. So we did like Friday drinks initially. Then we got a client who um, does online gin, so they kind of sell like gin tasting packs and subscriptions. So he did like a gin masterclass for us, and we made cocktails together as a group, which was good. Mm. Then we did one where we all dressed up in like black tie and ball gowns and everyone got a, like a bottle of proper champagne sent to their, their house and we all kind of did that and um we got one coming out we're doing a cooking class so we, we're trying to keep we're trying to keep like a bit of that do it a little bit differently but we, we don't have someone on the call eating a scotch fillet half naked although if you want just just share your zoom link on twitter and see what happens and just just <laughs> let it go blow up <laughs> we, we did that without realizing it, like like about a month and a month, just over a month ago, and we had we had people jump on trying to start taking the clothes off as soon as they joined our call. So we very quickly had to end that. Yeah, yeah. Send it to me next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say I never got it. <laughs> so Andrew, just in, what I've been interested in seeing is it's been very funny how for so long we've been um, not technologically savvy and we don't know how to use technology. All of a sudden, we're on Zoom where doing webinars where um, mastering technology. What do you see mm. that people have been, uh, have implemented in their businesses that could potentially help them not only through these times, I'm worried that people will fall into bad habits after this. That's what I reckon. Ongoing. I reckon majority people yeah. will just go back to doing it the yeah. easy habitual way that they were Correct. doing it previously. But how do you Look, think I it think- could evolve? I think we're going to see, I mean, like if we talk about like what, what's what I've been seeing, definitely a lot more people being comfortable with technology, uh, a lot more people being, um, you know, comfortable with dealing with, yeah, dealing with things digitally uh, as a whole. Um, I'm seeing a lot more people um, who, whether by choice or whether they're forced to take back responsibility of certain things, I, uh, I used to pay a digital marketer, I now do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden realize that there's a lot of education out there and they can potentially manage some of those things they were outsourcing. So one of them, like I'm an accountant, one of the things could be their bookkeeping work. Hey, I've realized I've got this time, I've learned how to do it and now I can do it myself. So like systems and processes, if you come off technology, understanding the outcome of what I'm doing, I'm seeing a lot more people un- like playing around with that, taking advantage potentially of a bit more quiet time and going, I'm going to 
review how we do and redesign that. But I'm seeing, like I had one particular conversation with someone this week and, and they run a small business that realistically um, they were outsourcing things they probably didn't need to. Um, they uh, took it back off the people they were outsourcing it to and uh, in two weeks have quadrupled their sales. Mm. And yeah. because they paid attention to the marketing processes, who they were talking to, how they were doing it, and because they were able to do it like every hour they were paying attention to this stuff, whereas when obviously if you're outsourcing to anybody, they can't look at it every hour for you because they've got 100 clients they're trying to manage it for. So mm. I'm seeing a bit more of that. Now, whether that means when we come back out of this, what that looks like, but I think we're going to have two different people come out of this. We're going to have the people come back and go, you know what? I really actually enjoyed working from home and seeing my family and I set my office up comfortably and I'm actually happy to come back and maybe work three, four days a week instead of full time. I know what's more important to me now. Yeah. And then we're going to have the other people going to come out yelling and screaming, going, holy crap, I need to make up all that money that I didn't make before. And, and all of a and sudden they'll to be- the rug race and the- It's going to be really interesting to see. I reckon we're going to have two very specific type of people come out of this. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going to sit? What are you guys going to be? Are you going to be the whole, you know what? Stuff it. Let's just chill out. Or are you going to be running? (laughs) Yeah. Well, this period of time we have, we we had a a whole range of projects uh, mapped out for the calendar year and we've now Mm. sped them up. We're like, hey, we've got a bit of downtime. You know, we're doing this on a Saturday and um, we've been working on projects all morning. So, yeah, we'd like to think we can roll things out a bit quicker. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You, you just got to be mindful of uh, not falling into the same bad habits. And I guess, yep. yeah, you've got to look at – I'm going to put another word for you, Andrew – opportunity. <laughs> you can look at the opportunity and roll, roll, roll some different things out. So I'm going to come up with a few more for you. No, no, it's good. Keep it going. So I'm so jealous of all you people with time. I I pulled like about 300 hours in a fortnight when this all went Mm. down and I'm consistently pulling – like I reckon a couple of days a week I'll I'll try and finish normal so I can be there to put the kids to bed and help my wife out and then a couple of days a week I'll do that and I'll be back in the office until 10 o'clock, 2 a.m., um, because it's just the roller coaster of information that's coming out. But mm. we, we're, the reason we, reason I've done that, and the reason we're doing that, and we see other advisors out there, is like we have to get ahead of it. Because if we can get ahead of it, then we can handle it. But mm. if we're constantly chasing our tail, and it's challenging now because you know the tax office and the government are releasing information every few days, and the media is kind of telling people stuff that isn't true and all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but if we can get ahead of it. That's if we talk about positivity, if we're ahead of this thing, we can actually be planning it better. If we understand what impact is going to make to us and we've maybe run three or four scenarios, when the announcement comes out that says this is the thing, we just go to the, oh, sweet, we're ready for that. We mm. understand what that means and we know what levers we need to pull now. Um, and there's there's the one, what levers you need to pull. That's the <laughs> I like it. I, I like see. it. Yeah. Levers. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's... Um it's, it's definitely not a not a one size fits all scenario. Everyone's like we were talking about it last week. Everyone's circumstances are so different that you can't really compare one to another. Um, what mm. what I hope is that um, if we if we do have that that shimmer of uh, optimism that we had this week, you know the, the the phone calls were a little bit more encouraging. People wanting to get up and about, mm. even those yep. small small improvements in consumer sentiment is going to make an enormous enormous difference if we can just chip away at that week on week and if we can produce results we well we're seeing we're seeing businesses look at the financial benefit they're getting from the government and realizing oh like actually okay turns out i'll I'll be actually okay yeah yeah they thought they won't like holy crap i've got no income nothing blah 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 
they look at the benefit they're getting and depending on the number of employees, they could be getting half a million dollars of benefit. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And let's and be honest. at their turnover. How much money? How much money are we spending right now? Not much. <laughs> we can't go out anywhere. Yeah. Oh. So, it, Mate, I don't know about you. The, the amount of whiskey and the amount of beer and the amount of crap I'm buying at the moment online, <laughs> just trying to support all my clients. It's crazy. You, you went right a bunch of wine yesterday from someone. I'm like, oh damn it! What? A-. Someone else has said they're struggling. Oh well, I guess I better pull out the card and buy some more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you said you had to go and run your errands this morning, um, I was thinking, well, how many of them are just going out and stocking up for uh, for the weekend's festivities <laughs> for the party of one? Party for yeah, one. I need got beer, I need wine, I need whiskey, I need yeah. steak. Uh, we'll be good. Nah. We'll be happy. Um, so what's uh, what, what's the state of play for you guys? That are you obviously all working from home, the whole office? Yeah, look, for us it's like we're super lucky that we've been cloud-based 100% for like seven and a half years. Like our business, actually, sorry, we were, we were eight years old for three days ago. I didn't, I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, so Illuminate turned eight about you know three days ago or so, I think. Oh, I'll double check. Um, but we've we've been cloud based for like seven years, and mm. so for us, the shift home from a uh utilizing technology was fine. Mm. The crazy thing that we we did that we we couldn't foresee was we implemented new technology the week before we moved mm-hmm. and that new technology is a massive piece of workflow and document management technology so it's like the core of what we do so um shane from our office who looks after a lot of our tech implementation stuff has been run off his feet managing all the the, the help desk stuff that we got internally but so we've done that so that was that was that shift was fine the challenge that i've personally found um you know as the leader of the business and as kind of that one who um, I wouldn't say sets the culture, but like is is a, is quite heavily involved in making sure that our culture is positive and and and, and good. Is that I can't tell if my people are struggling all day mm. every day. Whereas when I'm at the office, I can go for a walk and I can see someone looking like this because they're stressed, and I can see someone um, you know kind of like going for a walk because they need a moment. I, I can't tell that now, mm. and we can put as much as we can in to have like a, we do like a video call in the morning and we check in throughout the day with people. I do fortnightly what we call walk and talks where we'll do a, a phone call but we'll go for a walk with our dog we'll both be walking outside and just going how you doing what's going on blah 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 so we, we've got a lot of that stuff in place but when, like i said when the door's shut no one knows what you're doing yeah when the video calls are on no it's one well knows on. what people what, what's going on there and, and and when you have like from our perspective clients um consistently and within reason that's what that's they're freaking out but consistently coming at us going how do i do this 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 and you're getting three four five hundred emails a day to that extent mm. um you know that your people are going to be feeling that and you know that the the mental um burden of that is strong so as a team our challenge has been how do we how do we stay united supported um throughout this and that our culture doesn't become something that when we come back we've lost what was beautiful because yeah. we've just gotten comfortable. And like you said before, people just go back to what's comfortable. Are we creating a new comfort where we don't have to engage as much? Because mm. if, as long as I check in once a day, it's fine. And I don't, I don't want to create that at all. I want it to be, I still want us to be immersive and, 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 um, and including everybody in a process and, and being a part of it together, not just the boss does what he does and everyone does sure. their job and we yeah. all go home. 
Yeah, I hope that um, yeah, I hope it sort of keeps working out for for everyone. But it is very, very, uh, very nice to have a little bit of human connection from uh, from time to time. Now, I wanted to talk those high fives. I'm missing those high fives. I know, I know. Yeah, just just a fist bump, handshake, high yeah. five. You never realise how much that that you know fueled the soul yeah. uh, with we, with your connection. We legit uh, set like a, a quota. So we, we set a quota of high fives a few years ago and it was like, and it was like kind of in joke, but not, it was like a bit of a, like a reflection on my leadership and that I could be like helping to show people that I appreciated them more. And we're like, well, just a simple high five. So like, that's just been something we've been doing. Let's just like the high five has been a really good way of not having to say to you doing a good job at showing it. Mm. You can't bloody do it now. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this, I don't know, this topic might be, might be contentious, but it's something I still don't understand. So I want to, have a uh, oh. have a chat and get an opinion from you two blokes. So there's been this this saga's been going on for you know four or five weeks. It's been gathering some serious momentum. It's fucked up the entire country, uh, the entire world. Um, why have why is the the um, society not been able to respond to something like this like they were able to with the bushfires? So how come like I, I don't see any any community or sorry i rephrase that i don't see as much or or much at all community driven initiatives to support the people that have been affected by this as opposed to the bushfires that pretty much the it was the community that saved everyone Um, yeah look i'd probably it's probably two things one we're coming off the back of the bushfires um, so there's already been huge community response. And if you think of like, I've got a bucket full of water, I've already poured it out. I've got nothing else to pour out. Yeah. So people might've kind of that, but I think the biggest one is everyone is impacted here. And, mm. and some people, my, some people will like, will come out of this perfectly fine and, and maybe they aren't impacted at all, but like the scale of the impact is so much more that kind of doing a community base, let's raise some funds to help someone, mm-hmm. um, Everybody that would be contributing that who wasn't in the bushfire region, there was millions and millions of people that weren't in bushfires. Billions of people were yeah. there. Right now, there's there's not that volume of people. So who everyone's worried in, about their purse, impacted. as opposed everyone's to everyone's freaking out. Everyone's uncertain. And and, I mean, this yeah. is why this is why we get people running around with face marks on that aren't sick. This is why we get people trying to pretend like they're doctors and nurses and understand this stuff. Like, yeah. it's. Oh, but but no, most of this, most of the shit these fucking people are doing is ineffective. It's been proven as ineffective. It's like <laughs> yeah. I, we saw a dude. He was wearing um, wearing gloves. Went into the shopping center, did his shopping, came out, then sat on the bench and ate chips with his gloves still on, <laughs> putting chips straight from the bag. And I was like, you, what, "Have you completely missed the purpose of what the gloves are meant to do?" Chips. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, so, what about what about the think- yeah go. I was going to say, yeah, I, I just think it's this, 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 the sheer volume of what it is. Everybody's telling, like, everyone's being told that everyone is impacted, everyone is, uh, like, whatnot. So I think people are kind of pulling tight their, their purse strings. Mm. But I also think there's a lot more of a, a guerrilla approach to this. This isn't necessarily something that everybody has to donate to a fund to get done. This is something where everyone goes, cool, I'm going to make sure I buy that coffee. I'm going to make sure I shop from my local store online. I'm going to make sure yeah. I don't use Uber Eats or Menulog and I'm going to go get them to deliver it directly to me. So I think a lot of the movement and a lot of the support we're getting is more individual based. Yeah. Like we don't, I don't need to give money to the Red Cross to help the bushfire. I can actually help them directly right now myself because yeah. I can go and buy a slab of beer from that brewery even though I might not need the beer right now. 
Mm-hmm. But I probably do. Yeah, that's a good point. Right yeah. now after talking yep. to you fellas. And I think also just all the scaremongering that goes on in the media because, let's be honest, the media yeah. needs to get uh, listeners or viewers, depending on their medium, to, to hear all about COVID. And they're obviously there's some crazy and some real unfortunate stories overseas. But that's what sells stories. So they're yeah. just scaring people. I still, I still think like the community can do more. I still think, I still think yeah. the community can do more. But everyone's in survival people are scared. mode. Yeah, but people they, in everyone's scared. Mode. It's the fight or flight, right? They're building, we're, we're acting out of yeah. fear. I mean, I, I, I've, I've got a, a lovely well, little story that I've shared the last couple of days. So, you know, I've seen people in communities kind of um, bitch and moan about, oh, someone asked me to do it for cheap or for free or don't they know I'm hurting too and mm. blah, 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 blah. And then two weeks later, they're like, here's the new 50-inch um, computer monitor I bought. Here's the new laptop that I just bought. Here's the new TV that I just bought. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of buying a new car. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. don't bitch and moan and complain about I can't help you because I've got all my needs and then go and spend all this money on bullshit <laughs> yeah. stuff that you don't actually need. Like, yeah. I think there's still a bit of hypocrisy that sits around um, people protecting what's theirs and not being willing to share because of the fear of what it might look like until they actually get to a point where they realize, oh, like, we're, like I'm fine with a lot of clients now. Oh, I'm, I'm actually going to be okay now. I'm, this is going to be all right. Um, and I think I just it, it that that drives me nuts when I see people acting out of fear and that hurt other people, and then they go and hypocrisy live live life the very next day <laughs> like it never ever happened. Yeah, um, there's a kick-ass uh, initiative happening out of one of the kitchens at one of the local pubs here that we go to. We're actually going to try and get them to to come and talk to us on the on the podcast. So they. Um, because they obviously got shut down, they went and um, uh, opened the kitchen and just started putting all these meals together for anyone who works in the hospitality industry that's been laid off or lost income, lost work, who's yeah. obviously struggling financially. Uh, they started off, I think, with a, with 100 meals or something like that. And I think this week they were up to 1,000 meals they delivered yesterday. So they've got, wow. I think, over 400 people that have signed up and um, you know got, got on board. And it's not shit stuff. It's like... Proper chef, uh, chef prepared uh, meals in in Tupperware containers that are then delivered, and they sort of take it out in a little bit of a pack. So over Easter they had mm. a few meals, so they had like a, a, a um, really good soup. Then they had their their chicken and vegetables and stuff for like a main, and then they had another meal for the following day. I think it was um, like a lasagna or something. And they had they put Easter eggs and stuff in the pack, so they made it That's really cool. um, yeah, they made like a really really cool uh, way to deliver that. That is making an enormous impact. That's and awesome. Through their GoFundMe, they're up to just over fifteen thousand dollars now, I think. So, I and they've got the meals the, down to like three dollars, three dollars a meal. So they're going to be able to do a makes, shitload. Not with only that. are they feeding people, but they're letting they're letting people know that we're here for you, um, and that they're available. Whereas, like, if they're just just chucking them some food and that kind of stuff, it's like, oh yeah, cool, great, thanks for the meal. But it's the sense of community around that I think is mm. key, and we're we're trying to do stuff at Illuminate. So we we do uh, you know a whole bunch of free webinars and all that kind of stuff, but we realize that some people need a lot more help than just a webinar. They need that one-on-one stuff. So, um, you know, we, we're finding a way to do that, but we've, we just launched a whole bunch of clothes. So we do, we do a whole bunch of merch. It doesn't look I like saw that, yeah. merch. it just looks like stuff you want. And this is actually something we were going to do al- already. Like our, our theme for the year was better together, um, which was crazy that like we said, here's our theme. And then like a couple of days later, all of a sudden the bushfires happened. And then a couple of months later, COVID's happened, but we were always going to do this, this line called us for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the idea was like, we are here for you. We are here to help and we want our community to show that if there are people out there who are hurting, who are in need, then what can we do to be available for them? Um, so it just kind of worked out nicely. So yeah, we've just, here's t-shirts and hoodies and kids tees and crews and everything we make out of them, we'll just deliver back to free services to businesses who need it. And we've already 
raised probably a couple of grand out of that, which has been really cool. Yeah, I saw the hoodies. I might awesome. get, my, get myself one of them. You better. Um, I will <laughs> let people know if you don't. Yeah, you I will, mate. I will. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, mate, no, you're legend. Good. You're good. Um, mate, we might have to wrap up now, um, but thanks heaps for your time, mate. I'm sure this won't be the uh, the last time that you come on. Always, uh, always Talk good chat. You, and uh, good mate, have a good chat. weekend. Hopefully, have a good when we come and we can talk about things that are not like end of the world. Yeah, um, that's stuff. exactly. Fuck. That's yeah. what all we want to do is like, we just want to talk about maybe more shit. inspiring. Another the sun will rise. You will get out of bed tomorrow. Your family's still there. They still love you. They still care about you. You still have food to put in your belly, and the Netflix account is still rolling. Yes. So, like Things at the end of good. the day, it's gonna be okay. Don't yeah. fucking freak out. If we freak out, that's what makes it bad. You'll be fine. You'll be right. Yeah. Gotcha. That's it. And next time we'll uh, we'll get you to come into the office, and we'll uh, we'll do it over a few whiskeys. That's yes. probably the yeah, better way to do it. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, legend. Enjoy. You, Take babe. care, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, fellas. All the best. Cheers, bud. Bye-bye.